Hello and welcome to the Boolean Tunes podcast. My name is Harry, and today in our In Conversation series, I had the pleasure of chatting to Patrick and Sylvan from upcoming German progressive metalcore outfit Rivera. We talked about their upcoming EP, their unique creative process, and what it's like working with famed producer Lance Prince. It's really nice that you guys are able to put an EP out like this so suddenly, so I imagine it's been in the works for quite a while. How did the pandemic affect you guys as a band? Oh, very much, very much, yeah. Um, it's been, yeah, nearly three years now since the last um, gig, since the last time we, we were live on stage. And yeah, it's a little bit difficult to get back on track now. Um, yeah. we, we weren't the most um, yeah, frequent band with uh, playing live. So we had about, yeah, 10, 10 live gigs in a year. So it wasn't that much. And yeah, nowadays it's, yeah, in Germany, it's yeah, very difficult. So it's only getting started now. And I guess it's, yeah, for, for the bigger bands now. So it's, it's very difficult as a small band to play shows now at the moment. Have you got any specific tour lined up at all, or are you looking into booking any new shows in the next couple of months? Yeah, yeah, we have we have some cu- couple of gigs on um, August twentieth, and uh, in September we have one gig too. And yeah, we're getting back on track. We're getting ready. We have some new equipment for playing live. We need to uh, get a, get things together very very soon. But uh, we are in a good way. We are in a good way. Our <laughs> Second guitarist is um, studying in, um, in the Swiss oh, at wow. the moment. So uh, yeah, he's he's not at the gig in uh, in August. He's not there, but uh, in September he will be there. So yeah, we need to program his guitar parts, and yeah, it's a little bit of work for us. But I guess we will we will get it. Our expectations are very high for playing live, and uh, I guess we're in a good way. I can only imagine how great it will feel to be able to play live again. Is there any songs off the upcoming EP that you're like particularly looking forward to playing live? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we only play one song, not four of the five songs we are playing live, and it's the first time. So, as I told you, we have many much equipment like in-ear monitoring and XFX and a huge live rack uh, we haven't been playing live with at the moment. So. Um, Three years ago, we played with uh, huge amps, and everything was yeah a little bit less professional as it is now. So we hope everything gets well. <laughs> yeah, we can uh, just test in the waters. We completely rearranged our setup and as well our set list. We are playing live, so um, just a little hint for the people that are coming: um, there will be no song played uh, which we played before. Um, there will be only new songs. As Patrick already said, we will play five of the six songs that are on the EP. And um, also we are playing the three singles from last year. And we really can't wait about it because uh, we can't wait for it because uh, it feels like we are a new band with the songs. It's a whole new vibe, who knows sound. And um, it's less techy, less technical, but I think it's more emotions right now. And yeah, I think definitely. we can deliver it very well live. We also arranged that we are uh, singing live with two vocals right now. So Patrick as the main vocalist and I will do the harmonics. This is as well something we didn't make before. So yeah, we really can't wait. We can't wait. Yeah, that's sure. great. 
were the three standalone singles in 2021 you guys like experimenting with your sound or were they originally supposed to be like part of the cp yeah it's uh, we haven't planned to uh, release an ep it was like a process to come there the original plan was to release single after single after single until anyone gets uh, gets the attention of us and uh, yeah ask us to make an album or an ep but yeah we decided to change that plan because for a band it's uh, always nice to have something like ep to looking forward to so if you in, in my opinion if i check a band i i uh, discover a new band i like them go to spotify or youtube and check if they have an album or an ep and this was uh, one point we decided that an ep will come for us and yeah i think we in the last couple of months we defined our song uh, our sound very well and we um we managed to get at the point that we really know how we want to sound and yeah. um the ep which is coming called journey is uh pretty much everything we stand for and because of that it it was only uh at the right time right now Yeah, no, definitely. Like Patrick said, I'm very much like an album listener. In between touched up on the ups and downs of life and the subsequent emotions that kind of come with those experiences. Is there any like overall theme for this upcoming record? So, on in between, we try to to get on a on the idea that every song is speaking a different story, a different emotion, and um we visualize it with these color scheme uh, which was pretty well rounded i think on this record i'm not really sure so there's maybe a, a little bit of a concept between the three songs maze which is not on the ep but it was the single last year the the ep title track journey and heart eater all these three uh, three songs are pretty much staying together um they are speaking about the same story in different time periods while uh, Maze was the beginning of the story, Journey is the middle part and Heart Eater is the end, the finale. So with releasing Heart Eater last week, you got a bit of a spoiler um, <laughs> when it's about Journey. But I think it, it's uh, quite interesting too when uh, you will listen to Journey and then go back to Heart Eater and realizing the story more or less. No, that's that's a real treat. Um I love like lyrical and narrative kind of concepts like that, so that's great to hear. The reason why uh, Hardy does coming before Journey is uh we we didn't uh, originally plan to release an EP. Our first plan was to release Journey before Hard Eater, but yeah, as the plans with the EP come up, we thought about it and uh yeah, for us this Hardy is a very special song and we decided to make a music video for it so yeah because it's one of the best songs on the on the ep we decided to yeah release it first yeah so it's it's not in the typical order but it's it's okay i guess I think <laughs> nobody does, will notice yeah hardy does showcasing the record pretty well i think because yeah. on the one side it will be very soft and uh, the focus will be mainly on the clean vocals but of course there are times where we are really going heavy and it's getting pretty much aggressive um i can speak about one song in particular called invisible which is coming on the ep and man <laughs> the shit is lit 
<laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that's actually what, what, what I was going to ask. I was going to say, how did you think it like stacks up against the rest of the record in terms of heaviness? But I guess we have a specific track to look forward to now. Is there a particular song on the EP that was like the hardest to write, either like lyrically or you know in terms of the guitar work, since it's often so intricate? So for us, it's um, like that that our vocalist Patrick is um, writing the instrumentals completely by himself. Oh, okay. And the rest of the band is only giving some ideas, some hints. Most of the time, I and the bass player Nico is writing uh, writing the lyrics and the clean or the vocal melodies. So I can say lyric-wise and melodic-wise, Hard Eater was by far the, the most hardest one because it's, for me, the most personal track I've ever, uh, I've ever written. I started to write the lyrics without knowing that it's about me. After I started to write, maybe the, the first half of the track, um, something very um, special in my life uh, changed. And after that, I realized, okay, wait a minute, I wrote about myself. And so after that point, it was quite easy to find the idea behind the, uh, the song, but to find the perfect words were pretty hard because I really wanted to have it very, very personal and straight, not moving too far from the original idea. I was going to say, like, your music sounds really emotionally charged, even like without the lyrics. So it's interesting how you like write them separately and then come together and it fits over the top. Normally, I, I write demo songs and um, we have a quiet repertoire of 30 songs about. And yeah, then we, we need to make a decision what kind of songs we want to have on the, on the EP. And yeah, then, then the bassist come, Nico, with the lyrics. And then Sylvan comes, write the vocal harmonies, vocal arrangement, demo-wise. Then we record the demo vocals on the demo track. Yeah, then we think about it a few nights and then we need to change the lyrics to what makes sense because we are not a foreign speaker. We, we usually use uh, like some phrases or very much uh, this kind of... Uh, text and we copy it copy it copy it and then we need to make a good lyric to it and um, sometimes it's difficult sometimes it's uh, very much work so we need to re record vocals a few times because the lyrics are changing so it's it's not the easiest way to write songs but i guess that's the thing what makes it special and uh, to sound it like it is now uh, every songwriting process is pretty different from song to song. Um, it depends on who's writing the lyrics and what's the idea behind it. Maybe sometimes I'm starting a lyric, uh, starting to write lyrics, but uh, there isn't a song which is fitting for it. Sometimes it's the other way around where uh, Patrick is writing a demo and I can't really find the, the right words. And yeah, it's a process, but in the end, we always uh, get to the point where we are very happy about the result. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like you've ever, like the end product anyway, has ever suffered from you guys not being primarily native speakers. Um, like you say about you duplicating it, like I think that's quite a natural way of doing it anyway. And like, I've never looked at it and gone, this was not constructed yeah. with like, the English in mind. But saying that, have you guys ever thought about doing like a track in German? <laughs> No, <laughs> this is something for the for the far future. 
we don't okay. think about uh, about that right now. I guess, I guess there are very nice German songs and German lyrics. And German is a beautiful language, but in metalcore, especially, it's it's not fitting very well. It, it sounds it, quite it, edgy. Yeah. <laughs> They, like the old new metal. So make this very good, but it's it's always kind of cringe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, saying that, like, what some of what some of the bands who have influenced you the most? Hmm. For me, it's definitely Northlane. Yeah, since they are around, since yeah, Discoveries. I it's my favorite band of all time, and since Marcus joined the band, it's it's even more my favorite band. So they're a huge influence for me personally. Yeah, every every record they put out, it's it's game changing in my opinion. Every band like adapt their sound to kind of Northland like, and <laughs> yeah, I, I I love them. <laughs> I think Northland is the Northland and maybe Invent Animate. Both of these bands are other bands where everyone in the band in our band is loving them 100%. So Northlane for me as well is a band that where where I know I will listen to them till I till I'm dying. <laughs> it's a it's a band which is uh going with my, uh with me with my life. But but for me vocal wise I can't really say that there's pretty much an influence, but what I can say is that I I'm really loving harmonic and catchy vocals, so I always try to to get my focus and uh, when I'm writing the vocal melodies on that. And maybe there's there are bands like Dayseeker or The Contortionist, which are giving sometimes the vibe, the the feeling I have in myself where I think, okay, sometimes it's it's not not the same arrangement, but it's going maybe in a in the same way. Yeah, no, I, I completely hear that. Like instrumentally I hear a lot of like early the contortionist and some of the vocal melodies are very Dayseeker. So there you go. We've nailed it. After in between, you guys went to Lance for production. What was it about his style that like drew you in? Oh uh, yeah, I guess Lance production is on on a level on himself. Yeah, they are they are similar sounds, but I guess he was the first one who get this ultra punchy, ultra drums up front sound. And for me, it was um, the place that we have be quiet or something from Alphawolf, the Alphawolf album that gets me into get yeah that catches my attention we didn't like the sound on in between that much afterwards so we decided it, it was clear for us that we need to make a change we need a new producer producer and yeah we we were on a search and uh we had found lance brands over the alpha wolf album and yeah we just hit him up and he was instantly responding and said, yeah, sure, sure, guys, let's go. Let's go for it. And yeah, it was quite an experience. So we, we gave him uh, the stems, the, everything, the instrumentals, the, the vocals. And yeah, he did what he can do the best and uh, make a beautiful sound of it. Yeah, the, the interaction with him was very, very nice. He's a very nice guy. He's very down to earth and not that expensive. So because we're a band, we are always broke. So it's a <laughs> factor that we need to make it achieve, yeah. as cheap as possible. And yeah, it was fitting very well with that. Yeah, that's great. Um, I was going to say, how has the process been collaborating with someone on the other side of the world? But it sounds like you pretty much demo everything you, yourself and then just send him the stems and he kind of yes. 
does all yeah. the in the the final touches. Yeah, Patrick is uh, producing it all by himself, um, the instrumentals completely, and the the produ uh, production of the vocals um, he's doing as well. And as he's, as Patrick already told, maybe I can give a bit of a bit more of information about it because maybe one and a half year uh, ago we um, were searching for another producer. And there were only two or three persons in mind, and Lance Prince was one of them. And he was from the start; he was so unbelievably kind. And yeah, the workflow is—I I can't expect anything better, to be honest. He is so calm, as Patrick said, down to earth. He's so chilled. On the one side, he is, of course, he is an artist in his own spectra, but um, he isn't taking all of it too personally. So we have when we have um, something wanting to change, he's always like, never mind, guys, just tell me and we uh, we try our best together. Lance, if you hear that, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll send it to you, don't worry. <laughs> no, that's great to hear. I'm just blown away by Lance in general, just how integral yeah. he is to the, the Australian scene, but also like just the general progressive metal scene. How do you guys go about keeping your songwriting fresh? Because you said like you've evolved yourselves uh with these new tracks uh was that like a conscious decision or was it the evolution of what you guys have like experienced yeah it was a conclusion uh, decision this, this was a very nice uh evolution so after in between i sat down i make some demos and there were some varieties and demos but it always sounded a little bit like me so i have, a, I have my own style and everything kind of sounds the same but I give it in, I put it out in many directions. And um, with Maze and Bloom, the, the, these were the first tracks where everyone in the band said, yes, this is exactly what we are wanting to do. And so we, we made that, we uh, recorded that. And so every, everyone was in, involved and everyone was happy with that. And so the, the direction we are going to was born. From from there on, I put out many other demos. As I said, we had like 30 songs in the back and only put out the best ones of it that seemed to fit it the most together. Yeah, so everyone was fine with that and happy. And this is a very, very nice experience, especially for me as a songwriter, that my best friends who are in the band are have the same expectations and the same the same aims for for the band as i do and yeah this this was a very kind experience i can't well, i can't wait to hear them anyway but um obviously the scene seems to be trending towards a softer sound and the wider audience that kind of comes with that yeah progressive metalcore bands seem to be leaning heavier if anything do you think that's something that's here to stay and does this ep with launch showcase you guys getting heavier instrumentally i think the the ep is showing both sides pretty well so the the calm parts the the um chilled parts are pretty more chilled than before but the heavy parts are um like ornament breakdown style so like our like one of the singles we released last year when it has to be heavy we are heavy but i think it was a well-made decision to say we only want to go to get heavy when the song is in need of mm -hmm. So it's not like a stylistic thing that we are sticking on every every time and every song. We want to have an organic, an organic sound and and organic tracks. And when a hard part is needed in a track, there will be a hard part. 
But if not, maybe not. <laughs> no, I do yeah. get that that sense from Heart Eater that you're kind of diverging. You're both getting softer and heavier simultaneously. And you oh. said with Heart, Heart Eater that it's kind of like the culmination of all that you've put out before. Uh, and I agree. Um, <laughs> like... Heart, Eater, Heart Eater shows it pretty much uh, pretty well because the climax of the lyrics are evolving till the breakdown. And in the breakdown, there's more or less the statement of the track that there's the person who has to leave another person. So it's told, I leave you on the on the patterns in the breakdown. So yeah, this is the, the idea behind utilizing the heaviness. And I guess when, when, when you are, um, and then go heavy, like in Hard Eater, the heavy parts come up from more, it's even heavier than when you were singing like like an angel before with very atmospheric and light sounds and then there's a part who's hitting you in the face it's even more hitting if you go straight ahead heavy 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 and then the breakdown comes not the not the explosion as you're go going very soft and then very heavy so this is the reason why we're going softer and heavier at the same time yeah the contrast lends like a lot of weight to the, the breakdowns like you say i think it's interesting how you say about like the songs matching the emotion because like with the lyrical progression and then when it hits to the the climax of the lyrics it also hits the climax of the instrumentals is like emotion something that you deliberately try and put out with your music like is that is that the focus of what you're doing with the band for sure i think you can deliver emotions at best in music and you can find all of the emotion in every kind of music why I love metalcore so much is that you can pretty much deliver almost every emotion, I think, which is out there um, in this one genre. Because it's so so unique, the idea of getting so or, or delivering the emotion so much uh, is as well to, to get the emotion of the listener. We hopefully uh, find people that are feeling connected and feel the emotions and get emotional maybe maybe themselves. And they are listening to our music. Yeah, so, no, I, I completely think you've nailed that with these latest tracks. Thank uh, you. So in my, in my specific case, it's um, I'm not the lyric kind of guy. I, I never li listened. Uh, I never read some lyrics to songs I like. I only yeah enjoy the overall sound with the lyrics. And, and for me, it's um, when when I write songs, this is my kind of expression, uh, emotion expression. So I, I feel emotions and sounds and, and guitar licks and atmospheres and leads and so on. And yeah, so lyric wise, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> so as, as you can tell, I'm, I'm not the best English speaker. And uh, so this is for the other guys and I'm the emotional guy on the instrumental way. You're definitely selling yourself short there, but <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, I, I think it's a really interesting dynamic that uh, the vocalist does all the instrumentals, like obviously broadly all the instrumentals and the um the people playing the instruments are the ones focusing on the lyrics and how that all comes together uh when you're doing the like when you're constructing the instrumentals do you ever like try and imagine how the lyrics will sound over it even though like the lyrics might not have been written i i used to yeah i have a in the past, I, I, I write some lyrics and I write some vocal lines and so on, but now I'm only focusing on, on instrumentals. And I'm kind of, there's space. 
uh, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I think that I extra lehre lasse. Yeah, I think what he's trying to say Sorry. is that um, <laughs> he's trying to to give enough space for the lyrics when he's uh, and for the vocals when he's writing the songs. So this is something we've learned over the time that it doesn't have to be all the time technical and uh, instrumental unique. Sometimes the the instrumentals has to go back so the vocals can breathe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, after in between, I think all of us grew more and more together as a band and we decided how we want to write songs. And on Blue Man on Maze, I think it these songs were the first where we tried that I write the vocals completely and um, demo wise. And after that, Patrick and I were sitting together and finishing it together how we both wanted. And yeah, this was the kickstart of going in this direction where he is only focusing on instrumentals and I'm only focusing on vocals. So every time when he's writing a demo, sending it to us, I'm sitting there starting the track and immediately there are coming uh, ideas melodic ideas um maybe some phrases as well so yeah i think we are pretty much on a on a good way when it's come to to songwriting yeah that's great i always love when like a band lineup has been the same for years uh because it like shows like a real sense of friendship who in the band is the joker of you all (laughs) hard to say i think all of us are together pretty stupid um (laughs) when we are all together it's more or less like a kindergarten <laughs> and um i think the most funniest one is maybe nico the bass player is always good for jokes so for for the people outside he's maybe looking like the most normal guy but he is the biggest crackhead in between us <laughs> not drug wise but you know what i mean um but yeah i think all, all of us can be pretty stupid together yeah, yeah. So if I ever see you guys in person after a show, I have to buy you all a drink then because <laughs> you are all... Let's meet up. Let's meet up as soon as possible. Yeah, no, I mean, that would be great. We'll let you guys go because it's quite late over there. And like you say, you've just got back from work. But this has been an absolute pleasure. I can't wait to listen to the EP. And is there anything you guys want to say to your listeners? Because you say like you invoke emotion in the listener rather than telling them what to do. So, you know, do you guys have anything to say? I just can just... say... Or do you Just want to hear the EP? <laughs> I really can say thank you for all the messages we uh, were getting after the release of Heart Eater because a lot of you are spending and sharing their stories with us because they're feeling so connected with the song Heart Eater and the lyrics. I'm very much thankful for that because it shows that you are never alone with your own emotions and with your own feelings. And hopefully every one of you can find something in our next EP where he really catches on. And I hope this EP will be a banger for all of you. It sounds like it. I can't wait to hear it. Was it Invisible? The one you said was heavy? Invisible is the one. Yeah, I sent you the yeah the, the Dino names, so it's uh, only numbers. Okay, but, that's cool. uh, the, the Invisible is uh, 36. And it's, <laughs> it's connected with the intro. So it's the opening track. So go for it. You have too many tracks written. Just release them all. They're all going to be good. I hope so. I hope you enjoyed.